Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day, another podcast in New York City, Mum. You've got a plaque thing on your... <laughs> <laughs> what have I got? What have I got? No, it's nose? a line. Oh, because I've been bloody trying to do... I've been cooking all morning and I've oh, had two seconds... Oh, oh. oh fuck off. <laughs> um, I've had two seconds to do my makeup, so now I've got mascara on my nose. Yeah. So today we have an actor called Tom Payne, who is actually an English actor, but has become incredibly successful in America. He's been in lots of things. So many things, but he's quite a new discovery for yeah. me. But apparently he's real foodie. Oh, great. And he plays a guy called Jesus in Walking Dead. Well, I hope he likes kimchi. <laughs> How do you feel about kimchi, Mum? Don't like it. Well, my... Please lead... tell me who would like fermented cabbage. Sam Burrows <laughs> and me. It is good for the gut. I know, darling. I don't know my if the amount of oil well. I've used is good for the gut. However, I just want to give a massive shout out and thank you to my friend Grace Lee from New York, who I've known, she used to be in music and we stumbled across each other um, and remain friends. And she set up a kind of kimchi business just because she loves kimchi. She's Korean and she used to deliver it to me on set when I'd be here. And um, so I, I had to do a kimchi recipe whilst I was here and I had to go and get Grace's, which is called Eat With Grace. She's on Instagram, so check her out. But um, it's a lot of kimchi. Um, but I said, well, what should I do with kimchi? Because I had this amazing dish in London, which was kimchi with avocado. It was kind of avocado toast with kimchi and tahini. And I'm going to make that actually for a guest. But she said, just do kimchi fried rice. So this is feels like a real hangover breakfast. So I've done kimchi fried rice with um, sesame oil, and then I've done what Ottolenghi does. What? The crisp, I've crisped up the shallots yeah. and um, flour, so they, they're gonna be sprinkled on the top, and we're gonna put a fried egg on the top. And so we, it, it really is like the perfect. And we've also used leftovers. Yeah, we had some leftover chicken and mashed potato. And sprouts. And sprouts. So we thought we'd make a kind of Brussels sprouts bubble and squeak. And weirdly, not weirdly, Taste but it's, it tastes good. It's kind mm. of got all the mustard and cheese yeah, from the fabulous. Brussels sprouts, spring onion. And then Grace said kimchi fried rice can have anything. They put spam in it. But you could put tofu, you could put prawns, you could put chicken, you could put beef, you could put whatever. And so I have put a bit of um, chicken. So it's a funny old breakfast. Because it's kind of a bit of a brunch, it's isn't a, it? It's definitely a brunch. And I hope he isn't hope too he likes Hollywood brunch. and doesn't mind a bit of fried food. It's quite unlike us to do really fried I food. Know, it does smell I have, a bit fried in the I know, in but the Peter manager walked in and said, God, it smells nice in here. That could be the granola, that I, the Thanksgiving granola that I've made. 
Thanksgiving. Oh, with cranberries. Cranberries and orange zest. And pecan. I may not offer that to him though, because I feel like it may be a bit overwhelming. He'll probably be sick. <laughs> <laughs> And the banana bread. Still. Imagine if he doesn't eat like Ian Schrager. We'll have to get the homeless people downstairs. Yeah, absolutely. Tom Payne coming up on Table Manners New York. Tom Payne, thank you so much for being here. Oh, we're already recording. Oh, yeah, okay. is that okay? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we haven't got long because you need to dash off. Um, yeah, I'm going back to LA today. So you live in LA? Yeah, I just bought a house last December, which I'm very Not excited about. Where? Thank you. Which in the hills in, in Hollywood, but okay. it's very like modest and, and just nice. We were in West Hollywood for for the longest time, was where everyone moves when they first move there because yeah. it's accessible. And I wasn't driving at the time. But then it started to get a bit crazy and like the local drug dealer across the street knew who I was from the television show and I'm just like, okay, we need to get out of here now. So um, we managed to get a lovely house um, in the hills, which is very peaceful, which um, having spent these last few days in New York, I'm very much looking forward to getting back to because the noise never stops in New York. It really does. It's just doesn't. like sirens and people honking. Where have you been staying time. in New York? We've been Lower East Side. Um, oh, that's okay. so exhausting, it, though. It, it is, but even coming... I mean, we were up in Midtown yesterday, and it just everywhere is just noise, noise, noise all the time. And I was talking to someone who lived here about it, and they were... Yeah, we were talking about the noise pollution aspect of it and, and how it does just kind of grind you down a little bit. The restaurants are noisy. The restaurants are very noisy, well, yeah. It's, it's, so we went out last night to a fabulous place called Cope, which is a Korean barbecue that right. just won a Michelin star or mm-hmm. had its Michelin star given. And it was so loud, I couldn't hear anybody. And I that actually, amongst, like, with the bankers that are like, yeah. and you're just like, but shut the fuck But up. don't you think it's nice to get away from kale and avocado <laughs> on everything? <laughs> well, My in, daughter and, lives in um, L.A., and sugar would be great, yeah. Thank okay. you very much. Oh, okay. We've got a oh, sugar. We've got a proper table. English person, yeah. Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. no. Hannah lives in Echo Park, Silver oh, yeah. Lake. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, but every time you go out for breakfast, everything's fucking kale. I can't bear it. It, it is everywhere. Well, Doesn't it least, drive you a bit mad? Well, the thing is, like, about that is if you drive out of California, or if you go to. So, I've been filming out in Atlanta with this TV show. Um, if you drive anywhere outside the metro area, it's a kale desert, which is <laughs> great God. for a day, but you can't find anything good. Nothing good you know, to eat. Yeah, like I know. Dr- you drive down the highway and everything is a, a chain fast food restaurant. Yeah, And true. there's no good stuff. It's Taco Bell is? or... Um, just one is fine. No, did you want two? <laughs> yeah, you we want you to have, have two. No here, we love, sure, we love sure. it. Do you want two? Okay, yeah, sure. He's proper English, oh, no, uh, It's heaped, so what? Okay. Oh, is that heaped? <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Do you want milk? Uh, actually, black swine. Okay. Um, so you've been filming Walking Dead? Yes, for um, three years now. Yeah. So you weren't in it at the beginning, right? No, I came in sixth season. And it just, like, keeps on going. It's Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's been a long stretch. Um, I had come from uh, British television, mainly. I graduated 2005 from Central School of Swedish and Drama, St. John's Wood, no, uh, Swiss Cottage, and um, started doing British TV. And uh, But I had an idea that, I always wanted to come to America, basically because I've just always been very ambitious and like that's where you make the money and that's where that you can get long-lasting success, basically. Um, I just And England is quite um, class-based, basically. I know. And I just thought, well, I'm just going to play white middle-class boys here 
Um, and that was very frustrating. And, and, and the kind of the aspect of British society that I didn't really enjoy that much. And like Downton Abbey makes me want to shoot myself. Why? So, Why? We because love I, it. because it, you're stuck in because I would be one person in that and story. And yeah, right, and okay. I couldn't be another person in that story. Um, and that's that's only that's really the only reason why is that I don't didn't want to play into those British stereotypes of of cl- the class structure in England, which does exist. But I it ends up just seeming very lazy to me that that's what we always retreat to. So you film in the Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, it's great food actually. Yeah, my, right. I have my favorite cocktail bar and food and restaurant is there, and um, I, I love it actually. Atlanta is a really cool place to be right now. Can you say what's your favorite? Yeah, restaurant. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a wonderful cocktail bar called Ticonderoga Club, which is in the Crog Street Market, um, around Inman Park, Old Fourth Ward area. Um, apart from doing amazing cocktails, they do great food as well. Um, and yeah, my lady and I go there every single time, and, and it's also because of the service, like. I don't care if it's an amazing cocktail bar and it's the best food I've ever going to have. If you treat me like, you know, who are you? Then I'm, I'm not going to come back. You know, I want, and places that welcome you in and want to know your name and, like, and everything, they've got my business forever. You know? And it's such a simple thing. Yeah. But so many restaurants seemingly don't get that, really. But don't you find it slightly exhausting, the um, service in especially Los Angeles? So sometimes there are different... Yeah, yeah. How are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was funny that because my dad, uh, when he came over, you know, even in Starbucks, he was just like, "Oh, it's nice. Everyone wants to talk to you." And like, they want a tip. But, well, that is well, that as <laughs> so well. annoying. But but they're used to. But but in England, no one wants to talk to you. No. So it's kind of like a happy medium between the two is what we really want. But yeah. the other thing is that we, we 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 discussed this about taking your plate away before everyone at oh, the well, table is finished. Does it? But Zachary likes it. It's rude uh, if you leave. Your, exactly, Americans. So that's weird. polite. I know, um, and also the whole when I my first job in America, uh, I um, was played a jockey, and uh, I was at the racetrack um, with my accent coach actually, and I was saying, oh, I think I've noticed something about people at the racetrack, and she was like, oh, what's that? And I said, well, they cut their food up and then they swap their fork to their right hand, and, it, and she just went, that's just what Americans do. <laughs> I was like. So what I know, and, like, and but that's what they get taught is that's what you should do. You Cut it all up, up and then and then and then you like use your fork to baby, sh- shovel it into it? your mouth. I know, but but you can't. I can't really hold it against them because that's what they're taught. Where were you, you know? brought up? In um, well, from the age of eleven in Bath. But oh, how lovely. lovely! You've got a beautiful accent. Oh, thank you very much. Really beautiful. It's actually funny because I in in America my accent is between the two because I hate being misunderstood. And I hate being asked where I come from every five seconds by Americans because yeah. then you then you go, well, it's Bath, well, it's beautiful, it's a half an hour, and I just I'm just sick of this conversation. So I actually use my American accent a lot. And this is probably the most British that you will hear me in America because I'm talking to two British people. Oh, come right. on, so give me like an water, example. Will you water. go, hey, can oh, I have some water? Oh, water. water. Every time. You can't, water. they don't actually understand no, you if you say a, water. Yeah, no. They don't know what you're talking know, about. Say it again. Water. What? It's but so weird. My mum also gets incredibly annoyed at people thinking she's Australian. Oh, yeah. I get it all the fucking time. Why? It's such. It's so offensive. Why do they think that? They, they go, just can't tell. Your, yeah, they go, "What's that accent?" And I go, "I'm from London." They go, "For a second, I thought you were from us." Shut up! They, Shut up, Jesse. That's because you don't speak properly. No, it's, oh, it's not. It's, Americans can't tell the difference. Oh, they I'm, can. They always say, "We love your British mm, accent." It depends how posh you are. Yeah, you have to be Prince Harry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so you started working basically straight out of drama school. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty right. much on the face of it. I, I went to, yeah, I did this play. Well, actually, I did episode of Casualty. Love. As everyone has to do. <gasps> Mum's the only person who's still watching. Oh, I've watched uh, 25 years I of tell Casualty. You what, I think it's 50 years, maybe. My episode of Casualty was like Carry On Casualty. Tell I ended me which up, one. I get, Isn't it all a bit like that? I, well, this one was especially <laughs> like that. I got pushed in in a shopping cart by my uni mates, <laughs> and I had a coffee tin with, uh, full of plaster of Paris over my privates. <laughs> because my character had an especially large appendage that uh, they thought it would be fun if they made a cast of. So my whole episode is me with this huge coffee tin over me. And there's a scene where um, the nurse cuts it off, cuts it in half, and it falls apart. And I just look and go like... <laughs> so, I mean, it was just kind of hilarious. Uh, completely ridiculous and just very fun. It's better know. than having a small willy, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean it's just, it was very, very funny. And then, yeah, and then I did a play. And, who was and who was Karen. main then? Char- was Charlie there still? Oh, Charlie was. Yeah, yeah. And actually, Charlie and funnily never enough, dies. Li- no, Charlie's there, yeah, he's forever. there forever. Um, my mum is a makeup artist, and she worked on Casualty for a long time. Really? Um, yeah, when it was in Bristol, I think it's in Wales now. I think they moved oh, it to everything Wales. Everything goes to Cardiff. Yeah, at the moment. I think they yeah. moved everything over there. But uh, um, yeah, it used to be in Bristol, Frenchy, Frenchy, yeah, yeah Frenchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mum, one of Mum's, we saw that you've been in Waterloo Road. Oh yeah, loved that was my first big TV, really. <laughs> she loved. I, I like either way. hospital, anything to do with medical yeah. dramas, yeah, or things or like that, and schools, crime, yeah, wow, and kind of disadvantaged children. Yeah, it's my favourite. Did you play thing. a disadvantaged child? Well, they're all disadvantaged. No, I played Waterloo the opposite. Road. I was the posh kid. Oh, my yes, dad took over the school. Uh, and I was the posh, uh, the arrogant posh kid that came in, and um, yeah, it was fun. That was, but, but the, that was a weird experience for me because so I had I was classically trained, and I had just been in the West End, and I was twenty three playing eighteen, and everyone else was eighteen or fifteen right. or sixteen. Um, so it was kind of a weird dynamic for me because I was closer in age to the people playing the teachers than the people playing the kids, and I was staying in. A, they were all living at home, and I was staying in an apartment with all the other actors who were the teachers. So it was kind of a strange, uh, strange dynamic, but it was very fun. And my, I mean, my agent at the time was like, "We just need to get you camera experience." So um, that's great, and, and it was great. <clears throat> and then in between those two seasons that I did of that show, I did um, a movie called Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day, which was with Amy Adams and Frances McDormand and Kieran Hines and Shelley, all these wonderful actors. And we did that at um, Ealing Studios, which is also wonderful. But then. I, because I was always like pushing, pushing, pushing. I flew myself out to New York for the premiere of that, and I flew myself to LA to take meetings. And it just because I knew that there was opportunity over here. You're very driven. Yeah, I, I, yeah, very driven. Um, but I always kind of knew that it was. It sounds so odd, and and I and I, this is part of my personality that I can get away with in America, which has lessened a lot than it used to be. But the ambition and confidence that I had didn't go down very well in England. Um, yeah, you've got to, yeah. It just doesn't. You, you know, it's this Think tall poppy thing. off a bit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're not modest. No. So your lady. Yes. Uh, how long have you been together? Five years. So she moved over here with you? Or she's, you so she's Swedish and we met in, um, in L.A. Uh, at, it's very LA at a Mark Jacobs party. Oh, darling! Um, wow. Which you know, through a mutual friend of ours. Um, I I was actually on the tail end of a, a breakup. I've been a year out of a relationship, and it was me like I've got to go out and do stuff. Shag and, about. Well, I just kind of Jessica, just get out. Okay, that is yeah. so rude. I'm actually Meet some really, girls. <coughs> really bad at that. Okay. Like, I'm really bad at that. And whenever I've had that kind of period in my life, I've been like, "What the fuck am I doing? This is like <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't get this at all." Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was a pretty much an instant thing. But at the same time, I was 
drinking a lot more at that point and not and I was coming out of this whole thing and um she we were like hanging out for a while and then she was like I can't you know I need to you need to figure things out and so she dumped me for a couple of months and I figured things out <laughs> you drink, still drink not as much but I really that's definitely another side of British culture that doesn't um segue that well over here and uh you know the first thing I realized when I first moved over here you know when the sun shines in London you look for a beer garden mm. and then the sun shines here every single day in, in LA anyway and I realized like oh I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a place Coffee. to go and drink but you realize that every single social um thing that happens in England is, is with a drink in your hand yeah. like you meet people at the pub whereas here you meet people with a coffee and there's nothing wrong with it it's just it's a very normalized and I still you know I still have a drink but it's a very normalized part of British culture and, and my girlfriend was like oh, wow you drink so much but then she came back to England and we met up with all of my schoolmates who were married with kids and brought their kids and we went on a pub crawl basically in, at the end of the week because every every time I was introducing her to all of my old friends and every day we were at a pub at the end of the week she vomited for like <laughs> she like because her body just couldn't do it you know so how much we're just conditioned now? not so much like, Would you, like few... but if you have more than two glasses here they think you need to go to oh yeah AA. no what I do yeah, yeah. no what so I do you can't afford it two so glasses expensive. it is expensive and the pores aren't as good no, mum begged for an extra places. pour. No, I didn't. Peter asked on my behalf. I mean, you get that much for eighteen dollars. Yeah, but the, you get more with them. Um, well, you're talking about liquor, like spirits. No, no, or with wine. With wine, yeah, because the spirit pours are generally quite good, but the wine I pours don't are like not. Spirits only like wine or Cosmos. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I drink. <laughs> Just a few foodie things, because Go. I hear you're a foodie. I, I am now, because I could afford to be one. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't before. I never spent money on food. I just never did food and drinks, because it was... You know, in that logic, when you're younger, you're just like, well, you know, I can't... Or I'd just rather go to the pub more. So, so I never went out and bought so spent like, money on food. So, do you... I mean, ugh, do you cook, even though you're in LA? I do... Um, rare, we do the Blue Apron thing. What's, Have you done that? No, what's So, that? Blue Apron is they deliver you... Um, a box and it's three meals a week oh yeah but it's oh, like hello. all the ingredients like you do everything yeah you, know, right. you prepare it and it's actually brilliant for introducing you to different foods and techniques nice. um and tastes and it's really great so we do that every week which just keeps you know it takes a bit more time but it's really worth it and it's always great they're really really good so um when you're not doing blue apron hmm. um where are some of your favorite spots in la well, so LA can be a little bit too, um, uh, look at me, I'm going to a fancy restaurant. So some of those restaurants, I'm like, we don't, we don't really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you been to Little Dom's? Yes, been love to Little that. Dom's, yes. I love their Monday night deal. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, Jones on Santa Monica yes. Boulevard, their, their late night deal is really good. Oh, really? They do. I mean, it's like pizza, but their pizza is really good. Um, Mom, that's where you lost your ring. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Uh, Jones. Yeah, anyway. That's a really cool spot. Um, Jones and Daughter. <laughs> Jones on Third. Is it Jones on Third? No, not Jones oh, on Third. Jo- okay, fine. <clears throat> Jones oh, I on don't know Jones. Jones on Third is a, a lady's name, Jones. Okay. Jones on Santa Monica is J-O-N-E-S. Oh, I don't know this uh, one. Santa Monica Boulevard. It's like right in the middle of like Hollywood area. Okay. Do you go to Shutters for cocktails? No, see, you know, My Santa Monica word. is the other end of the I world. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you live, but should, it's like going south of the river in London. What's, is that, what's it, a Baldy place that we went to? Giorgio Baldy. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know that. Oh, oh wow. Mate, but that, I mean, that's fancy, amazing. but if you like okay. a bit of truffle. 
Oh yeah, no, we do. We do go for a really good date night. Yeah, it's a pasta truffle, but except it's really crammed in, and everyone's famous that go there. Right, right, crammed in. That's the the other thing about LA, and I learned this when I first moved there, and I've lived there a long time now. But it's you have to be told about places because there's no chance of you like walking down the high street and seeing somewhere or going to an because no one walks. So you have to drive and park somewhere. Can you have to know where that place is to be able to do that? Mm. So that you have that to be told. Laurel and Sons. Laurel Hardware. Yes, I love that. So that's that. near the Jones place. Yeah, Laurel yeah. Hardware's nice. Is your mum a good cook? Um, mum was a working mum. Okay. So I grew up with um, uh, what, what do they what, what do we call them? Slow cookers. So slow. So she would oh, put right. something in the slow cooker at the beginning of the day um, and go to work, and then we would have that. So I grew, and lasagnas, like stuff that you could easily cook. It was me and my brother. Stuff that you and my, and my dad and stuff that she could just throw in and, and have done. So yeah, like my my um, memories are uh, you know chicken with a packet mix in the crock pot, um, but also yeah lasagna and, and and shepherd's pie and all these things that you could um, put together. And actually nowadays my dad does most of the cooking at home. Does he? Yeah. Who's the better cook? I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> will they listen to this? Well, they're both. No, they probably won't. Well, actually, they might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will. My mum will if I tell her about it. Um, I honestly, they, they're both very different um, cooks. We always used to do pizza night with my dad when, growing sure. up as well, which is a really fun thing to do um, with kids. And I'm definitely going to do that, I think. Because um, that's a fun thing because you make your own. Yeah, I need to do that. I've yeah, been like, the lazy pizza night is putting it on a tortilla. No, yeah, no, no. yeah. And then she can, yeah. But I haven't, yeah. she's not bothered about making it yet. But I have a little girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, you know what? You've just made me think I need to get a slow cooker for Christmas. I, I, I've got because one. Because I am, a, I guess I'm a working mum. I'm fucking yeah. never with her. But like, because um, I, I take so much time in the morning, like chopping shit and you can just bung everything yeah, in. Yeah, it's great actually. And they always taste, slow cooked food is the best food for taste. Yeah. And if you, if you can put it on low and just leave yeah. it for eight hours, it's great. I just bought my first pressure cooker. Oh, they're And wonderful. I'm a little bit scared. I haven't used no, it yet. No, it's, but, they are wonderful. Yeah. You won't use it all the time. No. But it's worth it for soups. Yeah, and chilli and but stuff. But then why yeah. wouldn't you have got the slow cooker? Tell me the difference between a pressure cooker and it's a slow cooker. It's just faster. Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Make faster. a chilli, yes. Much faster, yeah. Oh. It pressurises. Why the... have we never done this for table I, manners then, oh, Mum? do one for the table. Oh, yeah, no, and you always complain, I haven't got time to cook. Because, rah, rah, rah. because the taste is slightly cooker? different There's and a... the colour isn't... Yeah. Like, if I make chicken soup, like, I make... Because we're, we're Jewish and I make yeah. chicken soup, it's best to boil it for a long time. I've right. done it in a pressure cooker and the colour just doesn't... It's not the same. There's a, um, a, a uh, bolognese recipe that I love. Come but, on, then. But Jennifer's just like, I can't... Because she likes to eat stuff, like, if she's hungry, she wants to eat... And, then, and I'm like, I'm just going to make this and it'll take me like an hour or two. To yeah. I love like laboring over it, like, and just having something on. And, yeah. and I love it when things, is, what's her name? Marcella Hazan? Yeah, or, Marcella Hazan. She does this bolognese, which is, which uses white wine and milk. Ah. And it's yeah. brilliant. But it's like, it's also what Jennifer's used to like. And actually growing up in England, um, bolognese was like, you could see the meat, but you cook this for like at least five hours and it cooks down and it's, it's much more, I mean, it's a traditional bolognese really. And I can't wait to... I'm going to make more stuff with it, but... Um, you could do that in the pressure cooker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could do that in the pressure cooker. But you have to cook the wine off and cook the milk off. Yeah. So that doesn't quite work in the pressure cooker. You right? could, as, as soon as you bring it to the boil. I it hate to cook. burst yeah, your you bubble, Mum. I remember when you used to do your spag bowl in the pressure cooker and it wasn't very good. I don't think you ever remember that at I all. I do remember that with that little... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the whistle, whistle yeah. thing in the pressure it cooker. It definitely yeah. was your spag bowl. I don't think I have ever done it in I the pressure cooker. 
you're a great cook. That's why I brought you into this gig. But your spag bar was not cut. Ah, there was a little the dig um, <laughs> But I, to be fair, and now I've actually just fucking set myself up for a fall. To talk about the food that we're going to have. Yes. It's... A bit of a mishmash. Okay. Jessie's It's cooked. kind of for a... Oh, okay. I love, love how she's passing the buck. Um, but it's a bit of a mishmash because I'm greedy and so I can never like commit to just one thing. So you've got like th- four different things to okay. choose from if you want. Okay. So because I was a bit scared, basically my friend here, <laughs> um, she used to work in the music industry, but she... And now she works for YouTube, I think, but she is a kimchi queen. Okay. Now, some people hate kimchi. Mm-hmm. My mum. <laughs> you hate it too, don't you? I don't hate it. This is fine because I have another did you option hear the, for you. Did you hear the tone? In his no, I don't no, hate I know. It. He just went, I don't <laughs> hate it. You know, but you know It's what? fine. I will try anything. You know what? I've never made it before, so right, right. I won't be offended. Uh, you've got to try it. Like, I would never not try something. It's, it's kimchi fried rice. Okay, oh, great. So, oh, okay. So it's, it's, it's easy. I'm yeah. going to put a fried so egg on the top with some on. crispy shallots. I'm going to heat it up. Now, alternatively, <laughs> and I will not be offended, Tom... We've done some um, kind of potato cakes that have mm-hmm. got Brussels sprouts and mm-hmm. and and like uh, a spring onion. It's a yeah, rusty, like a, yeah. and that's going to have Bubbling a fried egg screen. on top too. My brother, I told him to turn the bloody spinach off. He didn't, and so now it looks miserable. So we've got some okay. rocket or arugula, as they call arugula, it. Arugula. Yes. Um, so you've got that option if Amazing. you want, or you've got granola. Wait, I have to choose. No, you, you can, can have, have everything. I'll try everything. But I'm just going to put everything on. But, um, and we do have banana bread as well. Oh, yes, we do. That Amazing. Alex made. Mom, what ask some hard-hitting food questions. Okay, so okay. just tell me, while Jessie's cooking, you've told us what you were eating when you were growing up. Yes. If you were to have to choose your very last meal before you went to film the... Is it The Walking Dead? Yeah, Walking, walking Dead, walking not Waking Dead. The British Dead. TV show. Yeah. The Walking Dead. Yeah. And you were going to be away for a year, and the, they didn't have proper catering. Oh, interesting. Something from England. No, what would you have as your last She's supper? She's trying to say, what is your last supper? Without because saying I, that you're going to die. So yeah. All right. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> what's your favourite food, really? Your favourite, favourite meal? Well, I think the the best of anything is is your favorite meal, really. So, like, if you were in northern Italy having a pizza, you know, with the best ingredients from there, then it would be that. Or if you were in um, Argentina having a steak, that I mean, well, what's I think your it's favorite? that really. Well, yeah, I don't really have one. Is this the, is the real right, answer? You're on death row. I'm going to force you into this one, and you're saying, Tom, you can have your last meal. All right. Well, I think for actually. It's funny because I'm stealing this from my brother a bit. But I think British um, Christmas lunch, like <gasps> Me turkey too. and stuffing oh, and, yes. and all that stuff with the, with the gravy. I think, I mean, the British roast is like a big, you know, if you do that really, really well, um, then that's great. And, and I think, yeah, Christmas, if you, if you get it right, I think is a great one. Roasts are my favourite, yeah. I think. What, roast what? beef. Roast beef. Very yeah. rare. Beautiful right. Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Fantastic crispy roast potatoes. Yeah. That's def- red cabbage. I think Do you like that, red cabbage? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I think that's the. Uh, in, in, in England, you judge a place by its roast, I think. Yeah, I Definitely. think so. And what would you have for dessert? Christmas pud. Interesting. Not necessarily Christmas pud. You didn't do a starter either, did you? No. Oh, you can have a starter. <clears throat> uh, ceviche. Really? Love ceviche. It wouldn't go with the Christmas lunch, but I do Doesn't love matter. Ceviche. You can have it quite early on. Yeah. Yeah. A really a really nice ceviche. Um but uh dessert. I think a really good gelato. Uh, gelato or, or a good chocolate mousse. What's your, what flavour? Gelato. 
Well, I think if you're going to have dessert, then it should... Well, actually, if it's really good quality, then a really nice vanilla. Just nice really vanilla. simple. Yeah, and then and with a, with a coffee. What's your favourite cocktail? Well, that goes through different... Actually, right now, I'm quite partial to uh, Manhattan. Oh, I love Manhattan. Um, or, or a variation on a Manhattan. And... Uh, and old-fashioned, and I've just discovered Rusty Nail, which is actually quite good. What's that? Which is um, scotch and drambuie. It's, like, really basic, yeah, but it's lovely. nice. Like, those hard liquor ones, which are, which you can sip on and, and are really nice. Um, but my, but Jennifer uh, and her family, actually, have introduced me to Fernabranca. Oh, what? we've got some here if you want to. I do. Uh, uh, you do know you what? Like it's it? miracle juice and for your stomach. And it's your belly. It's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I've really got a taste for that now. Um, and I like it, but it, it's also just very good after a dinner um, for settling your stomach. Um, I'm really sorry, because I think this kimchi five ice can be a bit shit, but it's a good thing we've got three other options. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you have good table manners? Yes, I like to think so. My um, dad was a big stickler, stickler for that, and uh, no, um, no elbows on the table, yeah, and no, no resting your arms on the table. But you know, nowadays, so I'm 35 now. <laughs> nowadays, if it's just me and Jennifer, then they kind of all go out the window a little bit. But but if the kids are if there's kids around, or if you know when we have kids and stuff, I'll definitely be instilling um, some table manners because it's just it, it's part of. I don't know, being a civilised human being, I think. What's the worst table manner that you see in other people? Do you think table manners are different in America well, than they yeah, are? Well, what, yeah, what we were talking about, and, and Jennifer and I talk about it as well, is the taking the plate away. Yeah. And we were, we were both taught you have your knife and fork apart from each other when you're still eating, yeah. and when you're done, you put them together. Yeah, but they don't here. And they don't, and they're just like, if you... if And, and even if there's food left on your plate, they'll try and take it from you, and it's yeah. infuriating. Yeah. And, she, and Jennifer would be like my knife and fork aren't together. Why are you trying to take know, my plate? But really those worrying. social norms don't exist here. I know, it's so um, odd. But so that, that they're, they're trying to take your plate away before you're done, before you're even finished, um, is, a, is a big one. Yeah, because we were just savouring the last bit of Wagyu in the Korean. <laughs> exactly. And he thought, and it was just there, we were just waiting. Yes, you know? and you also feel that anxiety if someone is still eating. Yeah. And then I don't want that person to be the last person eating their food and everyone's plates have been taken but away. But then Zachary Quinto said he found it disgusting if there was a dirty plate in front of him and he finished. That's so interesting. But that's, that's the American way. That's, that's what you're brought up with. They need to go on a plate, don't they? It's all gone a bit. It's up. I'm not going to lie. I think this kimchi rice is going to be shit. Why? What's your main reason for thinking that? I just think it... 
kimchi's made. Jesse, let me do these. Potato you cake. just do it now because <laughs> I've um, lost the plot. I've lost the plot. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Um, I just think it's going to be a bit underwhelming. I feel like maybe that's why I've got all the toppings. You can just put a bit right, extra Right, right. You can disguise it. But, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I will not be offended. Um, if oh, you I'm don't, hungry, so. You've got, you've got lots to choose. What's, what else is in the banana so, bread? Okay, uh, chocolate. Oh, lovely. So we've got a fried egg. Mum, you've just sat down and you're not helping me now. I don't know what you want me to do. This I want you to just help, like, serve, because you say I'm doing it like a dinner lady. All so right, put those back on there. Right, fine. Do you want some of this kimchi stuff? Do you want I'll try it. Definitely, definitely. Look, so it's like... So just put it is on. supposed to be, like, hangover, kind oh. of TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you like your sunny side up or what? Yeah. Fine. So is that sunny side up? I... I, I it, it's yeah. like got a yolk that's going to give you something. No, that's great. Here you have to, thank you so much. Here you have to say um, over easy. Because if it's sunny side up, then the uh, white won't be set. Oh, right. Okay, fine. Um, Help yourself to a potato cake. It is what it is. Now, please have some crispy shallots on the top okay. and some spring onions. And there was supposed to be fucking spinach, but that went to shit. So there's some <laughs> avocado there. It's really like, get stuck in. Lovely, yourself. lovely, lovely. But garnish, garnish, garnish. This is great. So this is chicken, right? Yeah. yeah, it is a bit of chicken because they basically, um, it's okay. It's fine. It, it, the crispy shallots are good on it. It is. Um, she basically says that it's, it's something that. Because I said oh, I really wanted to do this avocado toast with, and she was like, "Do kimchi fried rice. It's like a staple." And blah blah blah. And mum hates kimchi. I, I can't I'm not sure. Taste it. But you can't. Yeah, no. you can't taste it. it just gives that extra flavour. Yeah, it. it just gives a little bit of a punch. But I mean, um, last night it was very. Yeah, when you have it just in a bowl on its own, yeah, that's a whole different it thing. What do you miss food-wise about um, England? Do you have any home comforts that you bring here? Do you love Marmite? Yeah, <laughs> Marmite is a bone of contention in our house because Jennifer hates it. She calls How can it. You imagine um, she's not been bought. No, she on calls it. it thick soy sauce, which it kind of is. Mm. No, um, but mm. she, but then she likes other stuff. You know, she likes in Sweden they have um, salt licorice. Like yeah, and you're not into it. Heavily salted licorice. Yeah. No, it's way too much for me. Mm -hmm. um, but she loves that. They so, don't yeah. have that fudgy cheese, do they? That's no, Norway. Norway. No, 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 different. Um, but yeah, Marmite is a, is a thing. But Marmite's so expensive. It's like, I buy a small pot here for $8, which is expensive. Babe, we could have given it to you today. That could have been added to the fucking five <laughs> other things. Will you tell us what you're up to apart from The Walking Dead? So the last time you saw my character on The Walking Dead, um, I was dead. Um, Aren't you all dead? No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so I was, I've been stabbed by this new, uh, new threat that exists in the show. So Has that already come out then? By the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. fine. Um, and so uh, right now I'm in an interesting spot of what, what's the next, next thing? Um, by the time this comes out, it might, it might be something else. Which I'm, there's, there's like a lot of roles out there which um, are exciting. Like... Um, there's this undercover FBI agent that I'm about to go for an audition for, which this is stuff like you would never, you know, staying in England, I would never play characters yeah. that are so removed from myself. With the boost that the show has given me, hopefully I'll be able to um, move on to bigger and better things. The, the job is really interesting because like, so someone like me and Ben Barnes have been like going up for the same roles for over 10 years now. Right. Um, and Ben always had like, a, has just a slightly higher profile than me. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And, and I'm interested to see um, when The Walking Dead ends for me, 
how it has helped me uh, as far as just behind the scenes. Oh, we should get him because the numbers work better in Japan than this other person or, or whatever. Like, yeah. Because ultimately that's what it comes down to. And it's, I had a, not a breakdown, but I had a kind of a definite um, lull in confidence um, before I booked Walking Dead like three and a half years ago. I had done a movie called The Physician um, with Stellan Skarsgård and Ben Kingsley. And uh, after that came out, I thought, oh, this is going to be the is job. Is that the one that he lost all the weight for? Or? No. Okay. No. It was a German-funded German movie because um, the book was huge in, in Germany. And it did really, really well in Germany. Like, it was a huge movie in Germany and Spain and a few other places, but didn't do much here or in England. And it didn't do anything for me. And I, I fell into a kind of, oh, shit, well, if that's not the thing, then what is the thing? And I went, um, Jennifer and I went to Stellan's, uh, he's kind of like a good acting mentor for me, and, mm -hmm. and we went to his like summer house in Sweden. And he reminded me, because I had gotten so caught up with trying to do what they wanted, like I was just kind of desperate, like I go up with these same people yeah. all the time, and like, okay, maybe they want this, maybe they want that. And he reminded me that you just have to do you, and trust mm -hmm. that it yeah. will get there. And then the next two jobs that I auditioned for, I tested on the first one, and then I got Walking Dead. Um, and it, it's just a matter of, waiting for the right thing. So now um, it's back to unemployment, but at the same time, it's back to what is going to be the next thing. And I know that I, right now I'm concentrated on one job, which I'm going in for tomorrow. So you've finished, wait. So well, you're, you're walking down. but it hasn't aired yet. No. Okay, but, but so you can cut your hair. I can, yeah. But you can't at the moment because that would give it away. Yeah. But also, uh, you know, there aren't that many male actors with long hair like this. And on Amazon are casting young Aragorn right now. And, yeah. and they're doing Interview with a Vampire on Hulu. Okay. Like, there's all these cool jobs. So I'm like, okay, well, this is the one have thing that I have. For a so I can while. shave this because this takes a couple months to grow back. But, but this I'm going to hang on to unless it's an amazing, amazing role yeah. or something. Um, but so, so that's you and The Walking Dead kaput. Um, never say never. On screen, yeah. Um, they're doing this, they're uh, making the um, universe like bigger and there's all these other stories and everything going along with it. But, um, but as far as I go with it, I think it might be um, the end. But I'm kind of happy with that. The Walking Dead is this crazy behemoth. Like, and, I, and I literally get recognized in Paris and London and Tokyo and Sydney, Australia. And like, it just, it's been such a strange and you're walking down Manhattan people are shouting Jesus at me you know, is it quite just, over is it is it quite overwhelming it's just it's something because it happened it segued quite nicely for me um and also I'm surrounded by other people who understand what that's about as well and and, and I'm used to it now um but for Jennifer you know and, and for me but I'm, I just expect it all the time now but she's always still surprised that like wait that person and, and it's always different ages shapes sizes religion mm. colors like everyone from all different walks of life. It's so popular. Watch this show. So it's, that's been very uh, interesting um, to contend with. And hopefully then that will help me. But the, but the changing the look thing is going to be interesting as well because I'm so recognisable now. So I think but the, that's the next good job, in a way. It is, but I'm very aware. Like, I don't want to look the same in the next thing. No, you, um, that's good. But, I, but you also need to be recognizable enough I think you know you want to carry some right. of the audience with you yeah well you've got those gorgeous eyes yeah well, be fine. See. so um no so now it's exciting it must be quite liberating you know I think well I, I don't know is it kind of scary too because that has been 
your kind of most recognizable role. Yeah, it's scary. And, you know, and, and it's, it's just a basic thing. If I hadn't been good at stashing money as well, that would have been the main thing. Before I got The Walking Dead, I was 20 grand in debt. My visa was running out and I had a tax bill I couldn't pay. And I was like, shit, I'm going to have to move back in with my parents. And I was like 32. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to do that. And then The Walking Dead came along and now, and I, the, Honestly, in a very vulgar way, I just didn't want to be poor again. Mm. So I have like worked my ass off on the show and done, been doing all these conventions and stuff to meet people just so that I, I can have that safety blanket. Um, and, I th- and I think I'm in a good position now, so that's good. Tom Payne, thank you so much for coming it's over so and pleasure. taking a chance on us. Of course. It's yeah. really nice to have a Brit. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, I've enjoyed it because it's been nice talking to people. Talk English. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like if you need we could give you our Marmite pot that's kind of half empty. Just you know because what? I don't want you spending $8. I just them. bought one. It's fine. I have a, <laughs> we'll be able to take it on the plane. Yeah, I will. I'll put it in you my it. luggage. But you are welcome to it if you need a little okay. fix. I'm okay. I have some at home. Um, but thank you. And good luck. Um, it's a big It's a big year for you because yeah, who knows what's about to happen. But, um, but it's such a pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Well, Mum... What, darling? We've just met Jesus. <laughs> um, the Walking Dead, literally. Um, <laughs> you ate all your kimchi. Yeah, I wanted to show Willing, darling, because I didn't think he was going to eat it. I didn't want a boss, but I wanted him to have the shallots on the top because they were delicious. He I, did. I don't think he did. Uh, he did. But, but then he didn't eat his kimchi. Probably just ate the shallots. But you ate it, my manager ate it, mm. Alice ate it, and Alex ate it. Well, it didn't taste quite as bad as last night. Mum! The fermented. Bloody good! Darling, fermented cabbage is not the thing for me. Well, it's good for your gut. My guts are fine. Thank you so much, Grace. Eat with Grace for um, making me a jar. I hugely appreciated it, as did my mother. Tom Payne, lovely Englishman in New York. Big smile, big blue smile, eyes. big eyes. Yeah, blue eyes. Big beard. Big hair. No, not big hair, long hair. Long hair. But really lovely, and we wish him the best for this year. And I'm sure you're all mourning the loss of Jesus. Again. Manners music you have been enjoying is by Pete Fraser and Peter Duffy. And our dear editor and producer is Alice Williams. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.